Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hey, Portland! Portland! Wow. We really did this. We really slayed the grunge game. <laughs> and we slayed this tour. We did. Guys, thank you for being our last stop of the Pacific Northwest tour. Closing out on a high note. On a high note of seafood towers. And corduroy. 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 Grungy vibes. Grungy, crunchy vibes. Cold weather. Ooh, Marriott Bonboys up the wazoo. <laughs> so many Bonboys under our <sighs> belts. Staying in one right now. Mm-hmm. You sure are. There's a business conference going on at the Marriott <laughs> Bonboy right now. It's People a bunch of like 40 year old guys, right? Older. 60. I saw an Uber stop when I was waiting to get my Uber here, and 
a bunch of guys at least my dad's age got out with a Coors Light case <laughs> and wine, and they were like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. They're starting tonight. Mm, totally starting. Who else is starting? That's what I love to hear. She, he, they, everyone. They're starting. They're starting. <laughs> we're all starting in Portland. All around. We were in Seattle yesterday. Mmm. There's like a so. huge... No, there's like major beef between Seattle yeah. and Portland, and I did not realize this. She goes, no. I mean... No. No. <laughs> you think New York and L.A. is bad? Oh, no. Seattle and Portland. Tell us Seattle and you're going to Portland, at and least, they have shit to talk. At least thrice last night, people were like, oh, well, have fun there. <laughs> and one was like, what do you think you're going to like better? And I was like... Um, I was like, I'm going to have to decide when I go there because I've never actually been there. And they were like, okay. I know, it's our first time here. I know. So this is a... I'm so happy. A great welcome. This is like the only way I want to travel now is going to new cities to pod live in that. To stand in front of people who want to see us talk. Yeah, traveling any other way is no longer going to cut it. Yeah, I love just laying in my like totally bland hotel room (laughs) with a candle ripping and like dim lights and the curtains drawn. I live for a king-size bed moment. Total king and A king where I can go full starfish in the bed. And then the other day I woke up and I just like front rolled like Mr. G style on the classroom floor and laid like fully across the side of the bed Mm -hmm. and then like laid on each corner and touched each corner before I got up. (laughs) Like your OCD. No, I literally was like, I need to experience every inch of a king size life before I can start my day. And hotels are really, for people who do, like, I truly suffer from OCD. So a hotel is a great place for that. Because I can just (laughs) lock and unlock. I feel so safe. Because my big thing is locking doors. And I love to lock. Do you latch? latch? Oh, I latch. I love a latch. Now they have those, like, little, like, petite little latches that aren't really like the full and they're just kind of halfway. Oh, yeah. Just metal That just bars. does a stop. And I'm like, this won't cut it. I want the full latch. I know. I like a full latch, too. Who's in a place of latch? <laughs> <laughs> She's latching. She's latching. <laughs> but we've had a great time. Um, we were in San Francisco, which was really cool. <laughs> Seattle, we had a... I mean, we talked about it on the pod last night, but we had a... A harrowing entry into Seattle. Seattle. Um, it was not rock star. But now we're rock stars here. Yeah, we're rock star now. Um, but yeah, thanks for welcoming us here, guys. It's so cool, and th- this venue is amazing. Mississippi Studios rocks my socks. Yeah, this is rock star. Our We've also gone full Brit by oh the yeah. end of this tour. We were just up in the green room. We were like just not even talking to each other, and we were just going, you're a rock star, babe. You're a fucking rock star. And then I just kept going, Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> a place of Turkey. <laughs> like, not, that's where we are now on tour, where we're just, like, saying little... Just little things. You miss your Turkey. I miss my little Turkey. Mm-hmm. Tonya. Tonya. Chorizo. Where is he? He's waiting for I you. I was hoping that he was, like, bound out of the baggage claim area. Mm. Just, I don't know how he gets there. I don't need to know. I'd rather not. But I would love him to just bound out and welcome me to every city. I think a little magical thinking is good for I airports. said. <laughs> I said to Carrie, I was like, 
I went full deludinoid and I was like, one day I just want to be like so big on tour that we just can travel with Tony and he has his own handler in the <laughs> green room. <laughs> take him. Where I'm like, you take him now, okay? And then mm. they bring him to me every once in a while so we do a little turkey check-in <laughs> and then they take him and like play with him for mm. the run of show. We tried to talk to a, a poodle that was on our plane that was a service dog and we tried to talk to them <laughs> at baggage claim and their owner was not loving it. I love that. I she was like really committed to the service dog of it all. Yeah, I was like, there's no such thing as a service poodle. Mm-mm. Poodle? Yeah. I'm sorry. Standing there like this. <laughs> Lots of poodles. Um, speaking of poodles. And speaking of starting. Speaking of definitely starting. Guys, how many of you are like into crypto? <laughs> All right, well, prepare to be ashamed of yourselves because... <laughs> women in crypto. Women in crypto are starting hard today. Today on Twitter, this video went viral from this... <laughs> what? Sort of You're about to see. A conglomerate. Hang on. Just a little preface. This is like a conglomerate <laughs> of like lady NFT pioneers, and they wanted to celebrate women in Web3, so they did a music video, which it's like, okay, I... That's what you're into. I support you, but like you know, you're gonna get fucking roasted if you put anyone doing a music video to celebrate themselves. It's never a good sign. And women, we don't need this. No, we've been through enough. You have. We actually have, and it's on like on a daily basis. It's also, I think, hard for women to get into investing sometimes because it just feels like what's happening, and like well, this will do it. You know. <laughs> Matt, I feel like I know a lot of guy friends that are all texting about like what to invest in, and I'm never on the chain. And I would love to be, I would love to be on the chain. But now after this, <laughs> they're setting back the. I'm breaking these chains. Right? I'm about to just sell off <laughs> my like thousand dollars of Bitcoin and call it a day. It, and, okay, we'll just have okay, to watch no, okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crypto DM. A place of tongue. Watch it again. <laughs> this video is all of my least favorite things compiled <laughs> into one video. Is that that guy looks like House MD? <laughs> what the fuck's he doing here? He's like knockoff house. Yeah. 
I mean, that's literally, that was kind of accurate portrayal of every day of my life when I lived in New York. <laughs> I love this dance move. <laughs> there was one woman who was like clearly like forced into being in it, was just kind of like, it, it had imagined, like Zoe, Ima Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz in the Imagine, in the imagine video. video, just being like, the Zoe, you're gonna be in this video. That, that was that. <laughs> oh, I love her. It's really like tongue out. She's so crazy. Love her energy. Yeah, <laughs> girl with a bag of chips on her head. I, you know what? I like. I want. I'm like. I want to support them, but this is. I want. I deeply want. Yeah. And this is makes me ashamed. I'm like having flashbacks of when I tried to get you into crypto. I feel like on a bonus episode, I was you did. like, no, you really like crypto is the future. Like you really need to do well, it. Well, then I ended up getting one and selling it. Uh, and I made. Well, getting one what? I got like a, I got an <laughs> NFT that I sold. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. And you actually banked in I that did. crypto sale. Got it in cash. He's, see, men win again. <laughs> I just happened. I was like, oh, I just got the NFT. He made an NFT and then <laughs> so Oh, I didn't flipped. make it. I thought you did. No. Oh, it was just gifted to you. See? <laughs> Men. Women, this set us back <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> We're never going to get into crypto now. I honestly, I like admire it though. Like it makes me like, I don't want to see it again. But I, never I, I admire see it again. just like doing the damn thing. Yeah, I hope that they put me on their crypto text chain. Yeah. And then we like trade Satoshi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and never speak of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had, I just, I, my immediate thought was it just had Scientology music video vibes. You know those <laughs> like videos they have? Is no? this a Broadway actress? I think she has dabbled in Broadway but has gone full Web3. What is Web3? Okay, so we're in Web 2, I think. Have we just always been in Web 2? What was I mean, Web 1? E-bombs world? I don't know. <laughs> AOL? AOL. Internet Explorer? No, I think, I think that was Web 2. I think, yeah, dial-up? Do, do we have a Web 3 expert? <laughs> oh, okay. Love that. Well, you know more than us. Well. I just wanted to share that. I thought that was a really good... Thing. <laughs> I'm sweating and I'm the chills, the level of chills my body went into during the watching of that video, it shaved years off of my life. Well, watching it because I was like a little like, how, how is the audience going to react to this? And I was like, I was like, come on, girl. Like, I was like rooting for that. Like, I was, I felt like I was like the play director. Yes, we need a win. Nailing it, you know? Yeah. It brought me back to being in like mi the musicals in school and just being like nailing the Shapoopy number and the music man. <laughs> Imagine walking through a park seeing them film this video. I mean, crazier that's things a have happened. Crazier things have happened in New York City. Speaking of women being put in trying situations, mm -hmm. Madonna is. <laughs> so. Madonna is doing, she's writing and directing her own biopic. Do we know this? And which is cool. She's, she's a director. She's taking control of her side of the story. W.E. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, a friend of mine auditioned for W.E. And the role he auditioned for was gay pug owner. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't get it. <laughs> 
Madonna said, That's not the way the you. cookie crumbles when you audition for a Madonna joint. Right? So she's currently, there, there's literally like every it girl actor in Hollywood is currently auditioning to play Madonna, like Florence Pugh, Julia Gardner, Julia Fox, um, some people from Euphoria, Sky Ferreira, <laughs> BB Rexa. Um, and Madonna is putting them through like a grueling process of like audition. Like a boot camp, they're right? In, they're in dance boot camp, 12 hours a day. All together. Yeah, just to audition. And Madonna is choreographing the audition that they're doing for her. I love that she's basically having America's Next Top Model, but it's just America's Next Top Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfilmed. It's like, incredible. Why is this not being filmed? This should I be filmed. I pray, I pray to Paymon that she does like a behind the scenes Absolutely. making of audition process because I need to see it. This should be a horror movie. Like, yeah. this, Can't you see this as like a Suspiria kind of thing where like one kind of ingenue actress is like sort of being drawn into like persona vibes like mel melding with the other girls and Th like and they're all trying to be the same thing yeah madge Ugh, we need it i need it this is <laughs> her hard at work she, she looks, looks like <laughs> do you guys remember that um like funny instagram account lil mayo who was an alien and he like smoked blunts yeah do you remember that yeah Little Mayo vibes. She kind of looks like, you know, like the caricatures at a boardwalk? <laughs> That's what she looks like. She's into caricature Photoshop. Mm. Just like another queen. Queen of Photoshop. Renee. <laughs> Our queen. Put this in the MoMA because mm. honestly, this I've is an never NFT. Seen this Sell is. This. This she is, should. This is Web3. If anyone's like, what the fuck are they talking about? This is Web3. Not having a torso. Web three is when you're just shoulders, boobs, and then legs. You're just, you're just this, basically you're just a spider. <laughs> she, I love it. I'm, I think she's It's so, next level. I think she is truly beautiful, and like, I just love how she sees herself. I'm just obsessed with like, was she not wearing underwear? <laughs> And did they just Photoshop it out, or was she? I don't. I just have a lot of questions. She doesn't like. She's a beautiful woman. I just. I don't know why she. No, we stand, Renee. We stand, Renee. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm solid, loyal. Just gotta practice not having sharp tongue, the way my dad would want me to be treated like a queen. Godfidence. And then Godfidence. she wrote, "Thank you, Erica Rose. You made me feel beautiful." And I clicked on it, and it had two followers. <laughs> it was definitely like a bot. That was like, I'll do this. This is a Russian bot that slid into her DMs and was like, hey, hey, I will make you feel beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and then she engaged with it and it worked. <laughs> it worked. Well, this, this kind of broke the internet a little. And she deleted it. Annoying. Because people know. were coming. It's, and she was kind of like, no shit, I photoshopped it. She said that. Yeah. She owns it. She's proud of her work. It's, this, is the, this is the future of Instagram. Just becoming the magician's assistant where you just get put in a box. <laughs> we should all be doing those. The way her legs are even like situated, I'm like, how did you contort into this position? Yeah. But Renee is on the mend. She's 
in a place of sobriety right now. She's at a rehab, so she's back on the wagon, thank and, God. And she's collabing with the one and only Jason Whaler on sobriety. Yeah, Jason from the Hills. Jason. But he's like a real, he's like a sober renegade now, and he really helps people, so we're happy for Renee. And he has like a crazy like podcast or something that's pretty big. Yeah, I think he's like a big sober coach. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I saw this and I just had to, I just couldn't help myself. I had to throw this in the mix <laughs> because Beautiful. I was like, she's channeling Ikaro. Ikaro. This. <laughs> this is me. This is you, especially this. <laughs> <laughs> she, so we love her and we're also like, we will always be nice to Renee because she follows Laura and me now. And so I'm like, <laughs> is she listening? And... <laughs> she, re, when I announced that we were going to be recapping season two of Mob Wives, she commented, we all need a little midwives in our life. And she meant to say mob. <laughs> She's like, big on typos and all caps. And I was like, yes. But I was also like, don't listen to it. <laughs> Stay far away. But we do love her and we're hoping the best for her. We love her. So we thought we would Wait, just... Wait, go back to the Instagram. The one like that I saw uh, again. J-Wow. I know, yeah. <laughs> Italian goddesses we just recognizing together. each other. Mm -hmm. So we thought we would just like take a short trip down Renee memory lane. To honor her and to honor her like going into the, trudging the road of happy destiny. Yeah, and, and just like invoking her spirit mm -hmm. and to just unite us all as matriarchs of Mutsadel. Because we've all got a little Renee fans. in us. Yeah, we all do. And if you're saying no, you're wrong. You absolutely are channeling her at this very second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> Van life. This is this is Laura and me on tour. You set me up. You set me up. This is me when we checked into a. I would a, never set you up. <laughs> when we checked into a really bad hotel and that Laura had made the reservations <laughs> for in Seattle. This is me calling her while she was on the plane. I called her not knowing she was... She's, she we was were texting, and the plane was, like, still 20 minutes away from landing, but it has begun its final descent. And Carrie was like, I can't stay at this hotel. You have no idea. I was in the basement. And <laughs> I was in, I was in, I was was a basement, in the basement, wife. like, staring at the pipe drain mm -hmm. in the alley. And I was like, really? It was so bad? And then I get immediately a call, and I was like, can I answer this? Like, I'm <laughs> on a plane. It was me. And then I found out. I was like, I didn't know if I could answer or not, but I obviously opted not to. And mm -hmm. then today on the flight here, they were like, please be aware that answering any calls or making outgoing phone calls is against federal law. And I was like, thank God I didn't <laughs> I'd be cuffed and booked. But this was me. This was me going... You set me up. You set me up. And Laura like, my son would have had cancer. My son would die of cancer. I would never set you up. She always takes it to like the truly macabre place. Mm -hmm. She's like, my throat would have burst and blood would have come out of me before I set you up. It would have <laughs> spurted out across. It's like, Renee, okay. We get it. What it is happening in your head, babe? <laughs> Here's another Renee. We all, from her birthday party. We all remember this. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Karen, an animal. Yes. Shutting it down. Look at that walk. I'm obsessed with how calm this girl is on the side. This is how you break up a fight when you see it. De resistance in the Rene catalog. This was Renee walking in to break up the fight. not helping at all. She was going, oh! Oh! She's just letting everyone know how she feels. Stoned. Stoned. This is me getting a phone call from you that you need to change hotels. We have to leave the stop. What? I love the music going, no! That's me trying to pee on the plane today. Yeah. I have never had to piss so badly <laughs> in my was, life. She in was my life. I had two, not one, but two quad lattes <laughs> before getting <laughs> on the shortest flight of all time. We were a collective six minutes <laughs> in the air. Basically, we were descending as we were taking off. <laughs> and Laura was and like, I looked time. over at her. I looked over, because we were sitting next to each other, and I looked over at her, and she was like this. I was in a full clench, like. <laughs> and she was in the middle. Again, <laughs> men getting. I the was in the middle side. next to a man who was breathing so heavily. <laughs> Every breath he took for minutes, I could hear it. And I was like, I'm going to piss myself <laughs> in this plane. And then as soon as we were like, not, we were probably 8,000 feet in the air, not even at cruising, and I went, just go. <laughs> They like blinked the seatbelt sign once. I don't know what that meant. And, and then that like music <laughs> came on and <laughs> it was. <laughs> and then I, go, I held I go? it. In. And then I had to go. And then I was like, I can't. I'm like always afraid of making the person get up again. So I was like, I'm just gonna have to hold it. So I suffered. But you yeah. were. I was oh, glad you got it. That was the craziest. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh no. <laughs> Don't drink two quads. Who here has to pee? <laughs> yes. Uh, hold it. Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest fear during this tour is I'm going to have to go. Weirdly, like, my pee urge goes away when we're on stage. Mm -hmm. It's just like my self-absorption just comes out. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I can hold it. I, sw I think it's because I sweat so much. I just basically pee out of my armpit. Thank God it's like chilly here. I was schwitzing last night on yeah, stage. Yeah, he disrobed Oof. at one point on stage. And not because I was like trying to be hot. I was just like truly sweating my little tits. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, all right. 
One more Mob Wives Greatest Hits clip. Not Renee, someone else who's no longer with us. Big Inch. Big Inch. This is... That's Carrie and I podcast. That's literally how it looks. You're the you're the We're blonde. just on couches and you're telling me stuff and I'm going, that is wild. If we I was Renee, I'd be furious. We never even had to sing the birthday or eat the birthday cake. <laughs> it was so terrible. They were talking like animals. Ramona blood. Ramona blood. Down her face. face. It was awful. I love the wise guys. They buy me houses and puppies. And buy so me a puppy. Looking. They buy me a puppy. What kind I of want puppy? A puppy. <laughs> what kind of puppy you say? <laughs> a schnoodle. A pomeranian. A pomeranian. <laughs> they sleep in my beds, my babies. We're not here to talk no. more about mob wives. We're here to talk to jump all the way across the continent mm-hmm. to, to another place. To God's country. To God's country. <laughs> Yeah! Yeah! Fuck yeah! Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Wow. Wow for us. Wow. Oh my god. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Sexy, Unique unique Podcast. Salty Utah Queens. that people loved the show that much. No. Yes, they love it. We're in a temple right here. Yeah. We brought the tabernacle to Portland. Mm-hmm. Mm. Carrie was talking shit on Mormons yesterday at the meet and greet. <laughs> and this girl that we were talking to goes, I'm Mormon. <laughs> and Happens he immediately to had to backtrack. <laughs> I Okay, quick story before we get in. This, this is a good one. Yeah. I, on the topic of that, like putting my foot in my mouth about religion, <laughs> I, was, I was in a meeting in Hollywood, in LA, and I was pitching something to someone who I won't name, but they were like a formerly famous person that's trying to get a show, go- anyway. Um, and I was, it's set in LA, and I was like, yeah, he, you know, the character can have a mom who's always getting into like hijinks, she's like a stage mom, and she's sort of like living in the comeback kind of delusion, and she gets into LA things all the time. Like maybe one day she gets, she joins the Church of Scientology and they have to pull her out. <laughs> and he went, well, I'm a Scientologist. <laughs> and earlier in the meeting, he had like joked about being a Trump supporter. So I was like, okay, he's like a lawler, like mm-hmm. he's funny. And then I thought he was fucking with me again. And he goes, you know, I was raised in it. It saved my life and Ooh. saved the life of everyone in my family. But I'm, it's okay, you didn't know. I feel like a good response to that is like, okay, then where's Shelly? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and his, he had like a, yeah, where's Shelly Yeah, Miskovich? where the fuck is Shelly? <laughs> Pass him the mic. Where's Shelly? Let's pour one out. Um, and I, and his publicist, he has a publicist, was there. Was there? Yeah, or his age or something. And she goes, oh, I'm Catholic. We can make fun of Catholics. And I was <laughs> like, I'm Catholic too. And he was like, it's fine. 
And then later, <laughs> I was researching, or a friend of mine was researching because I told him, and he, the guy is like a high priest of the church. Like, he built one of the centers in... Well, he's not going to tell you where Shelly is. I know. <laughs> I didn't get the job. <laughs> She's in one of his buildings. Anyway. Damn. Never know who you're talking to. It's a lesson. <laughs> this episode starts off with just a disclaimer. <laughs> <sighs> I love, I mean. They knew. They knew, but I'm also like, okay, then don't talk to her in the reunion or yeah. like cut out her reunion part. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. 
Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members. And it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So Jen is... She's telling everyone... Everyone that'll listen, <laughs> the judge, and I guess the j- whoever mm-hmm. in the courts. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. She's telling them that basically it's Bravo's fault that she looks so rich on the show, and that they encouraged her to like look like she lives this luxurious lifestyle, but it's actually not true at all. So they can't take anything that appears on right. TV to be like her actual life. Yeah, she's apparently living far below the means that Bravo has forced her to present. I just love that. She scams elderly people, vulnerable people, but it's Andy Cohen's Throw your employer right Mm -hmm. under the bus. Their fault, not mine. Mm -hmm. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. (laughs) Her hair looks good. Yum. Andy stops by Meredith. Mm-hmm. This was such a beautiful shot. Just it was gorgeous in the mirror. In the mirror. Yeah, cinematography mm. A plus. And Andy goes, I guess they all have binged the last few episodes, like t- to get them just really amped for the reunion. So they didn't they didn't let them watch it until like the the day before. <laughs> and he goes, Did you happen to watch the last two episodes? And Meredith goes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Ha, <laughs> 
It's rather revolting. It's rather revolting. I'm just truly so obsessed. Her and her dumb fucking family that poses. <laughs> Why don't you own a house? Wait, you can't. Because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. You and your dumb fucking family that poses. You don't, that's the best. That's my favorite part. <laughs> it's rather revolting. It's rather revolting. <laughs> Jen. She has a literal chandelier Bravo hanging from her tits. Forcing her. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yet again. They can, literally, they can literally just use this, show this picture in court, and the trial will be over in like a minute. <laughs> What's also crazy is that they make her take off her gloves because they're like, oh, <laughs> it's a sound issue. But you, if you listen really closely or like listen on headphones, you can hear that the sound is really fucked up on her mic from all the jingle jangle mm -hmm. of her bustier. Bustier. Oh. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Hi, baby girl. Hi, baby girl. I'm really Lisa, <laughs> Lisa is on the edge. She has come into this. She is fully like gone Roy Cohn, denying everything, and she will flip things. She's the Roy Cohn of the Real Housewives. I'm obsessed. I really think that she just needs to lean into being the villainess of this show. Yeah, she can't. Like though. it works for her. I don't. I don't dislike her either way. Like I'm Team Lisa, ride or die to the bitter end. Where are my Barlow stands? Where are my Vita Vultures? <laughs> like are you coming for John Barlow? Is that what you're doing right now? Is that what you're doing? I feel vindicated that m yeah, I was ahead of the did. time. You knew that John Daddy was the Barlow. hottest. I'm gonna sit on his. I want him head. to. I want to <laughs> hang in a door frame and for him to do a pull up using me as like yeah. a pull up bar. People at first were like, "What?" And then I've been getting messages like, you were right. Yeah. Everyone came around. Just like I was right about Lindsay Lohan's denim dress. That skirt. The skirt over the dress. Mm-hmm. 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 Check back with me in a year. <laughs> I love when Andy went to Jen and he was like, just so you know, we did not give Erica Jane any questions ahead of time, so we're not going to do that for you either, and I don't want you to think you're getting like the short end of the stick. And this made me not only get taken back to a place of EJ Global, I know. but I then realized, I went full like woman with the math thing meme, and when we were talking about Boeing recently on the oh. pod and the MCAS, one of those flights were the victims that Tom fucking Girardi? Tom Girardi oh, stole money from. The Philippines fight? I think so. Ryanair or whatever. Right? Malaysia? I forgot. But oh my God. wasn't it him? He's connected. <laughs> I, I like to believe it was. You can't uh, blame me. Fact, <laughs> we need a fact checker in real time. Don't blame Tom for the Malaysia 370 plane. I know where it's hiding. What if Tom Girardi did Malaysia Flight 370? Ladies. Ladies. Also, we have intel from a friend of a friend of a friend of Tom Girardi's who says he does have dementia. I know. I was it's wrong. sad. Yeah. I still don't believe. <laughs> You'll never believe. You'll never make a believer out of me. When Lisa's asked about the reunion, she goes, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. This set is dangerous. 
This is every woman has to be escorted by a handler so that they don't fall in the black hole in the middle. This is Willy Wonka on ketamine. What in gay hell is this fucking set? Holy shit. Also, Salt Lake City does not look like No, that. it's like a replica of the ice castle. Lisa goes, this is the most insane set. <laughs> Can we get some Vita in here? She's trying to, like, get goodwill with whoever she can find it from. Like, if she compliments the set enough, then the tech guys will, like, like her. Always make friends with the people behind the scenes. They really help. That's Lisa's advice. I'm also obsessed with the fact that Lisa, like, has a real job making events happen. Do we And, like, people... She's the queen of Sundance. Yeah. But, like, she interfaces and does, like, business on a yeah. regular basis, but then is also on the show getting just dragged <laughs> to hell. Look at Jen, by the way. <laughs> the queen of crows. <laughs> the raven queen. She is a crow queen. <laughs> and he goes, I expected you to show up in, like, a white, pious look, but here you are. And she goes. <laughs> <laughs> God love her. She's a little, I like her, I do like her facing fraud more than EJ. Yeah. Jen's kind of like, yeah, it's happening. EJ was just like, do you know what I've been through? <laughs> EJ went more like in a Sunset Boulevard direction. Yeah. What was me? Well, well, Kyle, it snowed. It actually did snow in Pasadena two weeks ago. <laughs> Who flipped their car? My son. EJ goes, someone needs to go flip a car. It did snow in Pasadena five weeks ago, and my son drove, and he was late. <laughs> I like that EJ has turned into like Orson a Lisa Wells. Vanderpump yeah. hybrid. Mm -hmm. Where's Mary is the question on everyone's lips at this <laughs> reunion. <laughs> Whitney Rose goes, where is Mary? <laughs> I'd like to know. You're not 100% right now. I can smell it on your breath. She would not afford me the respect of a conversation. She would not afford me the respect I deserve and demand. <laughs> Where is Mary? The Whitney Wild Rose demands it. Why didn't Mary come? <laughs> oh, this is a setup. This is a fucking <laughs> setup. Oh, my God. She goes, she's, it is true. She's really not coming. Andy, is it true what they say that Mary is not coming? <laughs> you mean to tell me that Mary is not coming today? Is she not hiding behind a curtain? Say it with your lips so I can see it happen. Mary is not coming. And they go, she's not fucking coming, Whitney. You get it through your thick skull. <laughs> through your fucking thick skull, wild rose. Mary. Oh, okay. <laughs> well... I'll believe you, I guess, but <laughs> I know that she is back there and she will come out. Yeah. She's, she might. We must check the pond. <laughs> Mary comes out of the ice pond. <laughs> that would be great. Mary explodes out of one of the poofs on the side. I have to say. What? I miss her. I miss her, too. Sorry. She was good TV. She was great. She gave and gave and gave. And all everyone did was talk behind her back. About her church. You give and, and you Whitney give and you give. And Whitney called her a predator. Yeah. And that was the final straw Andy in goes, Mary Cosby's cat. 
And he goes, well, Whitney, she didn't. Sh- I talked to her on the phone last week, and she did not appreciate you calling her predator. And Whitney just goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said that. I did. I can attest. But where is she, though? But where is she? Is she she shall come tree? out. I know it. Well, I feel it. And she goes up to like one of the trees, and she goes, "Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Are you there, Mary? Mary. <laughs> come out! It's a wild rose. Please afford me to the respect of a conversation. Don't get me started, because I'll just keep doing no, this voice for the rest of the night. fucking night." Heather is all of us when she goes, I gained a lot of respect for Mary watching the episodes. Yeah. And Lisa goes, oh, wait. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. And, and Heather Lisa is, goes, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Lisa goes, I don't think any of her reads were accurate. <laughs> I'm like, because she was dragging you to hell yeah heather <laughs> goes well yeah i mean i did she said that you lisa you don't know how to be real and she goes oh so that's why you loved it you're so textbook that's okay though i'm real i think we have a clip i'm real i am real Oh, that's ha, that's uh, so funny. <laughs> oh, that's why you loved mm. it. You're so textbook. That's okay though. Textbook. What, what does that mean? Just text. You're just te- textbook. Okay. You're a <laughs> literal textbook. You're a literal textbook. Mm-hmm. Meredith so goes. I don't think the show is that healthy for Mary. So I'm. I think it's a good thing that she's not doing it anymore. <laughs> Andy turns to Jen and he goes. So Jen. You are being charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, which carries a sentence of 30 years. She goes, mm-hmm. And he goes, and you're also being charged with conspiracy to commit money laundering, which carries a sentence of 20 years. 50 years. Like, holy like, shit. will Jen Shaw die in prison? And she's wearing... <laughs> and she's dressed like the Crow Queen. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like... I respect the hustle respect at this point. that look. <laughs> that is the f- how someone facing 50 years in prison. <laughs> like, I have a stress headache just by proxy of knowing th- that her future, she, it, she will go to jail. I would be literally vomiting and diarrheaing on all fours <laughs> at all times. I would be the woman at Sir. It would be a white fish with orange sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Every waking moment, I would just be like, excuse me. <laughs> So, Carrie, you are charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, Mm -hmm. which carries a sentence of 30 years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Fuck. But no, she's... No, she's feathering. Raven. Raven. She goes, I'm innocent, and I need to tell my story. Okay. All right. Sounds like everyone is telling your story to the Mm -hmm. cops because they've flipped on you and are now going to testify against you in the trial of your life. (laughs) (laughs) The trial of your life, literally. And apparently Jen went on her apology tour at the start of the season where she just begged for forgiveness from everyone, and she says that she has to apologize more than everyone else. Mm -hmm. And 
Heather reveals that she's totally accepted Jen's apologies for calling her Shrek and Honey Boo Boo. Do you know I wrote, I wrote, Heather is good people. <laughs> I really like Heather now. I I'm a Heather it. stan. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I also do love her and Whitney together. Like they have that like cousin thing where you you will not cross this line. So they just ha I just love that. I love that they Force two have field. commandeered Angie's friendship and are now like partying with her on yachts. Their other cousin. I know. Mm -hmm. That's a power move. Where's Angie? Yeah, why the fuck wasn't she like made a housewife? Will yeah. she be one next season? Yeah, I don't know. I kept She served. She what? <gasps> cut her out. Well, I was Don't for a second. Don't you dare cast her, Andy Cohen. <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't do it, or I won't supply Vita anymore to the clubhouse. <laughs> Lisa goes, I wouldn't be able to be moved forward after being called Shrek and Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> and Jen oh, no, says a reader, a reader says that. And Jen <laughs> goes. I, just said, I literally just say Lisa says everything. She, d she does. She thought that. She, Jen goes, well, we, I explained to Heather that I was calling her Shrek because of the way she was behaving. <laughs> She was behaving like an ogre. And even Heather's like, okay, bitch. <laughs> Shrek was because you were acting like an ogre to me. And then Whitney goes, I was donkey. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's kind of like, yeah. And Heather turns to Jen and she goes, do you think I look like Honey Boo Boo? And I was like, don't ask. I would, if someone called me that. <laughs> I would go. Something that I could even remotely, that you could maybe, maybe, maybe see a connection with, and then I decided to get over it, would never bring it up ever again. Yeah. Whitney. I was donkey. I was donkey. The wild rose. The wild donkey. <laughs> and Lisa and just <laughs> goes, and, and then Heather's like, oh, shut up, Lisa. You say worse about everyone. And then Lisa goes, I never called Heather Shrek. I never called anyone Shrek. <laughs> and then Heather goes, you called your friend of 10 years a dumb whore. And she goes, you called me a Lego figurine. And then, and then Andy goes, did you call her a Lego figurine? He goes, is a Lego figurine bad? I think we have a clip. They go, it's a square body. When he goes, it was body shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. I immediately never did. lies. <laughs> Imagine just immediately lying. No, I never said that. I never did. I did receive a text from her best friend. That photo, by the way, is <laughs> terrifying. That is literally Utah. <laughs> Cast reveal. <laughs> Didn't Angie send this what to Lisa? What a fucking asshole. Also, Lisa has 540 <laughs> unread text messages. The queen of Sundance. The queen of Sundance is too busy answering. Wait, go back. <laughs> Look how scary that is. I need to see this clip again. No, also I never it said it. It didn't say this looks like Heather. <laughs> so she literally just did call her a Lego figurine <laughs> right now. <laughs> I love cast reveal. <laughs> That's from Angie. 
she? Get her on. Get her. <laughs> Astro Beal. From 2019, too. Okay, Remember well, you can't bring the things from 2019 into 2021. Yeah, that 2021. was pre-COVID. That was even pre-the show airing. Mm-hmm. So this was like Angie, a jealous hater that wasn't yeah. cast on season one. <laughs> and Whitney went, oh, it was a devastating thing for our family. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. I'm just making that up. <laughs> I did not. In love. Is a Lego figurine a bad thing? Andy, a troll. I love a gay man being like, why, as a woman, would I you know. not want to be called a Lego figurine? <laughs> get that gay in the CIA. Just get him to needle people. He can just, like... And he could break someone. And is someone. that a bad thing? He's a psyop. God. Uh, yes, Andy. It is. Heather goes, well, I'd rather be called Shrek every day than the horrible things you called Meredith Lisa. I would rather not be <laughs> called Shrek every day. I would rather be called a garbage whore every day. And then Lisa goes, Heather, that was in a rage in my room. She goes, and we'll address that. There's so many moments in this reunion episode where they're like, we'll get to that. Like, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Just hold on. Yeah. And they never, t- I'm like, okay, you guys are really doing the work for Bravo, like teasing the next yeah. two episodes. And then Andy kind of gets, he's like, Meredith, do you forgive Jen for what she did to you and your family? And Meredith basically is like, yes. She goes, what I would like to accomplish today with Jen is a peaceful space. And then Lisa goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So pissed. And Jen is euphoric because all sh- her goal is complete. She doesn't want to get out of jail. She wants Meredith's approval. Yeah. That's a, that is like her, that's better than getting off as innocent. Yeah. So Meredith tells like a really sad story about her father and apparently she was going through so much like around the time of the show and had a lot of family drama that she couldn't really talk freely about. And that's why she acted like such a psycho. And she was like, the last time I saw my father was through a glass door on FaceTime because of COVID. And she's sad. And Lisa's sad. And Jen is thinking to herself, (laughs) I should have scammed him while he was (laughs) still alive. Should have added him right to the call list. Or she's seeing like father time in the corner, just being like, She's seen the ghost of Meredith's father. And Meredith also goes, I was for Klempt. <laughs> I was like, for <laughs> Klempt? I should have he defrauded that guy. <laughs> it could have been worth it. <sighs> Meredith was emotionally devastated. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. Whitney. Mm. <laughs> While Meredith is sort of that's a knowing face. Yeah. This wild rose knows a thing or two. <laughs> her glove, her, her dress arm? with an arm glove. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's like she's that wearing movie. a singular arm. There's some movie where someone has like an ar- like is it District Nine or something? Charlize in Mad Max. Oh yeah, she Fury looks like Road. Furiosa. <laughs> Bionic arm. Hmm. <laughs> In love, Andy goes. Do you think Jen treated? Wait, do you think Jen treated you better than Meredith or than Lisa? And wait, okay. Meredith, uh, Andy goes. Do you think 
Do you think Jen treated you better than Lisa did? And Meredith goes, I yes. I went full wild rose you in that moment. You went wild rose. <laughs> and Meredith, and goes, Meredith goes, yes, goes, absolutely. And Lisa goes, <gasps> oh. Oh. She goes, well, I feel like we're rewriting history. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. She it called is the <laughs> truth. Look. Oh. We're rewriting history because mm. that is just not how it was. Mm -hmm. And then we talk a lot about Jenny, but I'm also like... Well, Lisa also goes, then we get to like the root of the matter, and she, goes, she starts getting a little fake tear in her eye, and she goes, I, I have to be perfect all the time. I'm held to a different bar because she's Mormon. And then Heather goes, <laughs> She's like, shut up. She goes, can I just say something? Because they talk about Jenny, and they're like, well, Jenny always has Lisa's back because she's like her minion, and mm -hmm. she won't go against her no matter what. And she goes, can I just say something? You know what you do? And Andy goes, are you talking to bad weather right now? And <laughs> I guess that's the name for Whitney and Heather is bad weather. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I love is that. that. Like a, do people know about that? Oh. oh, deep cut. I was like, I love this. When they're talking about minions, I think in Lisa's head, because she says minion a few times, and I think she actually means like the minions <laughs> from Despicable. She's she thinks they're talking about, oh yeah, the minions. She says, you say I have tactics, but I have no tactics. And that's when Whitney goes, mm hmm. <laughs> you say I have minions so you can disparage me. And Whitney goes, I apologize if I called you a minion. <laughs> to Lisa. I this wild rose apologizes to you for calling you a minion. A filet minion. <laughs> I love steak. I love steak, Angus cuts, ribeye cuts, and filet minion. Let's and for that, I am sorry for calling you, Lisa Barlow, a minion. Lisa Barlow, the queen of steaks. Everyone's like, mm. <laughs> good one, Gary. Good one, gay. They tr <laughs> try again, gay. Speak, gay. Try again later, gay. <laughs> Silence, gay. <laughs> Be quiet, gay. Andy's like, do you think that Lisa's controlling? And Meredith goes, I think there's some level of control that goes on. Mm. And that's when Lisa gasps. I just <gasps> only. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> Why am I always taking it to a place of EJ Global? EJ, you're, uh, you're taking it to a place of Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump. Taking it to a place of Johnny Depp. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean. I have just a, just a phantom parrot appears on my shoulder. <laughs> what are you all doing here? Well, here we are We're all going to go to Portland. <laughs> I'm going down to the Marriott downtown. Where's my wine? Give me my Carlo <laughs> Rossi. <laughs> What's this clip? Okay, 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 okay. So I just, we don't have to, this is a lot. I just like this clip is, so they basically confront Meredith because we, we didn't really want to talk about Jenny that much because she's like. This is also the face of someone who knows their firing <laughs> is yeah. coming. She She's sees like, we're the talking Facebook about post. this now, yeah. but, but they basically my head's on the chopping block. They hold Meredith a little, saying, like, you never seem to show any kind of, like, disgust at Mary's comments towards Jenny, like the racist stuff she was saying to Jenny. Mm -hmm. And Meredith never really seemed to, like, it didn't phase her. So Meredith is going into 
overdrive just being like like just seeing a white like a white person just being like no i didn't really i didn't say that i you know <laughs> and just like seeing her it's and then she comes up with this con- this excuse that's like a labyrinth of <laughs> caucasian here's what not <laughs> to do nothing she says here makes it doesn't make any sense but this is her she defense. makes up words M- So it's their job to give you a cue? Is that what she's saying? When I encounter something that's prejudicial, I look to you for a cue. You tell me. And if you don't give me the cue, I will then get very nervous. (laughs) And I will say that I don't know what to say. But if I could go back, I would just say yes. (laughs) But cue me next time. Cue me up. It's like a volleyball game. You hit the spike, and I hit it. Is that what they call it? I don't know. Game, set, match? Spike? Spike. The pike. (laughs) Grande pike. (laughs) We are just in Seattle, true Starbucks mecca, where there is one on every corner. And like people literally walking around in Starbucks aprons saying, go to the main Starbucks. Like, we encountered a woman. We got up at the crack of dawn. We literally, nothing will get me out of bed. You can you can attest to this. Like, we've made plans on tour to get up early, and then you're up and waiting, and you text me, and then 45 minutes later, I'll text you and be like, I'm still in bed. <laughs> Go without me. Johnny Depp. <laughs> but, like, being in the land of the OG Starbucks, Kara was like, do you want to get up at, like, 7 a.m. and, like, go to Starbucks? I was like, Yes. Who said no? We will live our Starbucks truth. There's live nothing you can do about it. But we went and we were quiet down. We were walking towards like the fish market, and <laughs> we were in that area, and it's like drizzling. And then this woman in an apron, a Starbucks green apron, goes, "Why don't you guys go to the main Starbucks? Just on the street." And she goes, "It's a few blocks that she way." She goes, "It's just right down there. Just go all the way down there." And it's we looked the at Starbucks each you're looking for. I was like, "Who How is this sandwich?" She had like basically had like seaweed on her, and she was like, "It's over there." She was the Starbucks siren. Come, yeah, she's the mermaid. Cometh from the sea. It's over there. She's Daryl Hannah and Splash. And then she She dried off and flopped an apron on because it was the only thing available. And then she was like, I don't want anyone to catch on to the fact that I'm about to turn back into a mermaid because it's raining and all water makes me turn into a mermaid. So I'm just going to tell these two people that they're looking for the Starbucks and it's right down there. And we were. And we were. It was, I got the chills. Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. But during the time that Meredith is being just put on the spot, Lisa Barlow's never been happier. And mm. she, you hear her in the background, like Meredith does her whole thing. And then Andy's like, yeah, she was really racist. And you hear Lisa go, it was sick and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then they have Heather's anime comment that... She calls it anime. Anime. She looks... She does look like an anime character. And Jenny, Jenny was like, well, that was pretty stereotypical. And Heather was like, okay, yeah, it was. I'm she sorry. goes, yeah, I mean, she looked like a cartoon. And Lisa goes, she looked gorgeous. <laughs> Spin doctor. Retribution at last mm-hmm. for Lisa Barlow. And Meredith said she didn't really feel like standing up for Jenny because Jenny attacked her all season. Okay. That's a really good... And then she makes a claim that Jenny's husband, Dewey, gave Seth a bunch of used golf balls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, where did we... How did we get here? She (laughs) (laughs) She goes... Seth was gifted used golf balls by Dewey. <laughs> and then Andy goes, used golf balls? Is that, is that right? And then Meredith, totally earnest, goes, yes. <laughs> Apparently it was a big faux pas. Yeah. I was like, how? She goes, well, Jenny, as someone who doesn't like to receive used items, it's very interesting because Dewey gave Seth a bag of used golf balls. Mm-hmm. Just turning it all. I feel like... Men that golf do yeah, give golf care. balls to each Guys other. Guys are fucking gross. They yeah. don't care. They're like, yeah, give me your <laughs> literal spit. Yeah, in our world, golf balls are fucking gross. <laughs> I love it. It's just like balls. Yeah. yeah guys are fucking gross. <laughs> they will just like give each other their used golf balls. Mm-hmm. They don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> they just touch grass. Yeah. They're fucking disgusting. They're so nasty. Guys are so nasty. We are pigs. Andy asked Lisa what she thought of Meredith co-signing <laughs> Mary's Wait. She goes, he goes, what do you think of Meredith basically agreeing, or like by not saying anything, agreeing with Mary's horrific comments about Jenny's race? And, Je- and Lisa goes, she goes, that's a great question. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jen, meet Jen Shaw, just, who hasn't said anything, she goes, you just say yes or no. <laughs> but then they turn on Jenny. Oh, yeah. For her black scent. Mm-hmm. Old Aquafina over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring up the fact that she hurled a glass at Mary. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I didn't hurl a glass at Mary. I threw it at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm pretty sure you threw it at Mary and it hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And then and then Jenny says her famous last words. She goes, "Everyone is capable of being racist." And I wrote, "Well, she'd know." And then Andy goes, "Well, on the phone, the same phone call. This I wish I wanted just an episode of the phone call he had with Mary. I'm like, what was said on that phone Please, call? Please, why didn't they record it? But Heather says I think Mary is racist, and Everyone kind of goes like, hmm? 
And then Andy goes, well, Mary did say on the phone that black people are not capable of being racist. So that was her. Yeah, that teed Jenny up yeah. for a, a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. Everyone is capable of being racist. Yeah. Especially me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to her with the machine guns. And that I hat, also, what did I, it say? Hi, haters. Yeah. <laughs> I always, with Angie and the other blonde one, I always confuse them. I'm like, which one was at the insurrection? Because I feel like there's like at least three blonde women who are friends of the Salt Lake Cities that was there at the Capitol siege. Just kind of roaming around before yeah. things went like haywire. Yeah, I don't know if they were like... I don't think they were like scaling walls. No, no, I don't think they were like in... <laughs> Nance Pelosi's office. No, like, I think they were I think doing. They were just like there, like vibing. It was like. <laughs> it was like they were like at like Coachella. It's like Coachella, yeah, yeah. or like being at the lot before a dead show. Yeah, they were. They were pre-gaming the insurrection. But I think at least two of them were there. Just like walking, they were like Chilling. fall Christian girls, mm -hmm. just walking and having like a light insurrection moment, just like posing with Starbucks and big chunky scarves. I, I mentioned this DC. yesterday. It's that cold here, they mm -hmm. said. I mentioned this yesterday, but at the Seattle airport, I saw a woman wearing not one, but two separate Christian Girl Autumn hats <laughs> on top of her head. Two floppy hats. Two floppy hats. What are those called? That's kind of a genius way to travel because... Yeah. If you can't, it's so hard to pack hats in your luggage. You don't want them to get crunched. Mm -hmm. And if you have two very special floppy hats that you're hell bent on traveling with, yeah. I think the only option, aside from getting a hat box, it's not 1922 anymore, yeah. so you got to just wear them. Peddling on a little tricycle going through the airport. Caps for sale. What's this? Oh, I just thought that was funny. That's like a fake champagne. I was like, this it's just so big I though. I was just like, it was. What is it? Is it a candle? I think it's just like, <laughs> I think it's just like a styrofoam. Is it a hurricane? Like no, a it's not real. I think it's fake, but it just is. I was is like, it what like is a this? Stemless glass and yeah. bubbly. What is this cauldron? <laughs> a vase. An empty vase? What does it mean? It's a harbinger of doom. Omicron. Oh, Andy, at one point, I don't think, in this episode, he asked Meredith if she was wearing a chest plate. It, that's going to come. Uh, that's coming up. Yeah. And she kind of goes, well. <laughs> like, just say it. <laughs> Did you get the slow down one? <laughs> Go back. <laughs> this was uh, this was question. <laughs> this was almost on the same level as I'm checking on a book of the Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever told you about my, my Buca de Beppo, Beppo venture? And then Denise Richards, no! <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever told you about my, my Buca de Beppo venture? Venture. Lisa, I have a question for, for you. Mask question. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is in all times in Meredith's head. 
That's how she experiences the world. I have a question for you. May I ask you a question? Sure. 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 Everyone in Sure. 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 Where are my Rock of Love lovers? Where are all my... Where are all my bus... Where are bus pigs? Where are my slam pigs Everyone does a show of hands... For the question, is Lisa a potster in the group? Is Lisa the biggest potster in the group? And everyone raises their hands except for Jenny. The mm-hmm. mignon. mignon. And <laughs> Meredith goes, I'll be honest, I think I was played for a fool. And Lisa goes, so do I. So <laughs> do I. And Andy goes, who played you for a fool? And she goes, we'll talk about it. <laughs> She Again, pulls out like a binder. Not on, this, not on this episode. Yeah. She pulls out a binder and has all the receipts. Angie. Where is she? Another queen of crows. <laughs> she has a thick binder, Miss Queen of Sundance, with all her files. Mm-hmm. You know, someone is in the hot seat at a reunion when they pull out a binder. A, a dossier. You, it's like when Monique pulled out her binder at Potomac reunion. <laughs> I miss Monique. Sorry. <laughs> The receipts. <laughs> Running after Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Truly Terminator Dark Fate. Mackenzie Davis. She goes, we have the timeline right here. You'll <laughs> see. <laughs> I don't know. So basically, they start talking about like the whole s- the setup, as Whitney says, of Angie's catering event and how Lisa pulled the plug on the caterers to cause to punish Angie for being friends with Whitney Rose. I'd totally forgotten about Catering oh, Gate. Catering that feels gate? like doesn't that feel like ages last year? ago? What the fuck? How long has this been going on this season? For eighty-four years, <laughs> and I can still smell the fresh paint. Linen I feel like I have aged, like, I am a different woman from the time this season started to where it ended. Oh, yeah. I am husk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I'm there, a by shell the way, of a woman. <laughs> when I was in the green room, I was reading, I was on Twitter, and I was reading, there's a Titanic sequel coming out, or a Titanic horror movie coming out called <laughs> Titanic. Titanic 666. It's Hell yes. It's a, a new Titanic that's taking the same route in a high-tech Titanic and dark things begin to befall the passengers. Like a brand new Titanic yeah. was built. Titanic you 666. <laughs> God, I need a... Demon-tanic. Demon. Angie's party. Who called the caterers? I wrote. <laughs> Angie and Whitney's relationship is strong as hell now. Mm-hmm. They're best friends. Well, then Andy goes, well, he goes, by the way, Lisa, you do have seven lawyers. And then she's going through her files and she goes, yep, I have that. I do have that. And then he's like, well, Angie and Whitney are friends now. Like, how do you feel about that? And he's like, you called them polygamous. Heather's like, you called us polygamous inbred cousins. And Andy goes, did you call them inbred polygamous cousins? And Lisa goes, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Honesty. Oh, wait. So, wait. Hold on. So, this is... This is... At the end, they're talking about Lisa and Jen's relationship. And she, Andy's like, why didn't you invite Jen to the Fresh Wolf 
party. And she goes, <laughs> it was Jack and Henry again, blaming her sons. It was their invite. I, I had to do what they wanted, and I couldn't go against it. They were in charge of the guest list. It was mm -hmm. so sweet. Mm -hmm. She goes, but I did invite Whitney because I wanted to extend an olive branch, and I mm -hmm. wanted to see her see me being a great mother. Mm -hmm. And then right before when she's explaining herself, Lisa, Whitney goes, stir the pot. Get Jen mad at me. It's, it's, it's textbook. When he heard Lisa say textbook mm -hmm. earlier in the night, and she yeah. was like, textbook, Stir must the pot. use that. Word of the day, wild stirring rose, the pot stirring and a wild rose textbook. I have never heard this saying. What does it mean? Lisa goes, that transition, just masterful work of going like, Henry hugged me and he said, Mommy, you're a great mom. Mommy, and Mommy, I love you. You're a great mommy. And she goes, and I love Jen Shaw's controversial. And then Jen goes, why is it, con so you're, why are you saying that? And, and then Lisa, I'm not having a brain freeze right now. <laughs> Lisa goes, yeah, I said that. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. And I would have like, like I would have invited Jen Shaw, but Henry, Heard us, and he was crying, crying. And I love her fake. She always is fake crying. Mm -hmm. Or just start. It's like she thinks that if she starts to cry. She's starting. She's starting. But she starts the cry, but never ends the cry. No, no. But it's just a threat of, like, if you keep going, I will cry. Also, that's weird that it's you're... A, it's a really good move. It's kind of weird that your child is that invested in your friendship. <laughs> right? <laughs> I like, never was like, mommy, no. mommy, you're a great mommy. If I yeah. heard <laughs> I'd be like, serves you right. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, he held me and he said, mommy, mommy, you're so great. Don't fight. <laughs> mommy, mommy, I love you. You're I an amazing you. mommy. Mommy, I love you, he said. You're a great mommy. Well, he's and then I was like, sad. Yeah. But then I said, I love Jen Shaw, as controversial as that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to that I say, good luck to Henry's future partner. <laughs> For a second, I was thinking that Henry was Jack, and Jack was Henry, and that Jack was the one that was going, Mommy, Mommy, you're a great <laughs> mommy. <laughs> Jack, Jack has a deeper voice than I do. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of him, because he has a baby face, and he has a deep, deep voice. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say your friends had Fresh Wolf? Yeah, they, they bought Fresh Wolf for each other for Christmas. And it was kind of nasty. Yeah, mm -hmm. it just lingered. Ooh. It lingered for hours, for yeah. days. All that stuff, old On spice. the pillow. Ooh. Like it was still on the pillow, on their hair, on their hands after they touched their hair. I feel like I would break out into hives. Yeah, it's I, too much scent. I, tr I flirted with Old Spice deodorant once, and I put it on, and within minutes I was burning. <gasps> it gave me a terrible pit rash. Wow. Yeah. I like the old old spice that so was you know. like the stick, the stick deodorant. That yeah. always smelled like a good smell to me. Mm -hmm. Whitney goes. <laughs> We're just talking now. This is like literally you just. It's like now turned into just the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
seeing how it goes. Yeah. When he goes, when you take a step back, can you at least see the timeline and cadence of the events? And Lisa goes, no. No. <laughs> no. This is, I'm like, I like this Lisa, but she's just fully in like robo mode and is mm -hmm. like merciless robot li Mormon Lisa. Like, yeah. I want like, you know, in like the Jetsons, Rosie the robot, I want it to be like Mormon Lisa Terminator robot. Just be like, that's what I, she should just lean into that. Just lean in. It's great. It's honest at least. She and she has good reads. Yeah. She'll but like not really. But it's just it's just she says it with such precision. Her and her shitty family that poses. <laughs> yeah. When you buy a house, oh wait, you can't. She's iconic in a way that like I you know like the Boston dynamic robot dogs. <laughs> that is kind of Lisa. She is like a AI. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No. She's on autopilot. I'm now. on auto. Yeah, she's on Terminator autopilot. I love you. Have seven lawyers. I do have that. I do have that. May I ask you a question, Lisa? Lisa, m I have a question for you. May I ask you a question? Who <laughs> watched that again? Lisa, I have a question for you. May I ask you a question? Her tendril, she's doing so much tendril work. She is doing a thick tendril. Mm -hmm. She goes, on casino night, when you stepped into this situation, did you feel like I had your back? And Lisa goes, I did. <laughs> okay. So that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, it's like, reunion, it's hard to do. Reunions are kind of tepid and stagnant, right? So like... True. These girls, I mean, they're giving. It's It's giving. But like... They need to step up the game a little because... Well, they're all saving it, I think, until, like, the third reunion episode. Mm. I want I someone know. being, like, plunged into the pond. We need to... Yeah. I need someone to fall into the pond mm -hmm. in order to make up for the snooze fest. Who would be the first to go in? I think Jen. Yeah. The FBI would storm. <laughs> SWAT descends, and Jen swims away. She goes full dolphin style. <laughs> And then she goes into the pond and finds, like, an undersea kingdom and joins it. She becomes queen of the <laughs> undersea <laughs> kingdom. She, they she speaks dolphin. Their eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she encounters, like, telepathic ice dolphins underneath. And, the, and she goes, they, she, she you welcome me? She queen of Atlantis. She finds Atlantis. She seeks refuge there, and they mm -hmm. allow her to join them. They don't know her history. No. But she slowly scams one yeah. by one. Everyone she scams the ice dolphins. <laughs> the polar dolphins. Jen strikes a deal with like the Japanese fishermen that like kill all the dolphins yeah. every year. <laughs> the bloody cove. She goes, I'll find them for she you. She goes, I'll feed you. She goes, I'll lead them right into your nets. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> For 400 million yen. <laughs> and she makes just a deal with the devil. And, and she leads the dolphin. She's like... <laughs> and they're like, they're like, we'll go with her. We trust her. Yeah, she's she's, she's amazing. It's a long game. She's human, but we love her. She lives with them for ten dolphin years, which is like a <laughs> hundred human years. And she lives amongst them. She gains their trust. She like helps. Like she's like a midwife for the for the <laughs> dolphins. And she like works with them. She does like counseling and like. 
And they help her with her rage issues. She gets some universal health care. <laughs> like she does like a full, she becomes like a Democrat socialist of the, of the ice dolphin community. And then right when she's they think. She's a politician. Yeah, she becomes, she becomes like, president. Yeah. And then right when they think they're like, we, all of our problems are saved because Jen is our. She's, we need to relocate, she says. <laughs> yeah, I found a new home for us. Follow me. <laughs> she leads and they she leads them into a net and then they all are like, What's this? What's going on? And then she closes the net and she goes, <laughs> And she swims. She goes <laughs> And then walks back up to shore. She's still wearing this dress, by the way, a hundred yeah. <laughs> years later. It's just become part of her skin. Mm -hmm. and by her that skin time, now has the sheen of a dolphin, like a little bit rubbery. Mm -hmm. And by that time, the, the United States has just been like divided into like Amazon and Facebook. Fe <laughs> feudal. The fiefdom. The fiefdom has happened. And it's just like this terrible like desert climate change tundra. And she comes up and she goes, well, <sighs> where's my Shaw squad? <laughs> Maybe she like spares a few dolphins so they could be her shop. Yeah, squad. her glam. <laughs> her her ice dolphins are her new glam. Okay. Angie, Heather, and Whitney have celebrated Angie's 40th birthday on a yacht. And Heather goes, a yacht that Chris actually paid for, not just fronted li like you like to do, to Lisa Barlow of all people. She goes, I pay for my stuff. Are you insulting John Barlow right now? <laughs> Never come for Daddy Barlow. Mm. Poor Lisa. Poor Lisa. Mm. That's me when everyone, that's everyone listening to me talk about ice dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> they're like. We're like, they're we're like, who what? goes in the hole? Who do you think would go in the hole? And people are like, mm. and then we go, oh, and an ice dolphin, 10 yeah. minutes. And people are like, mm. We did a tight 10 on the <laughs> ice dolphin, telepathic ice dolphins. Everyone's like, get this gay to therapy. <laughs> it's time to up your Lexapro. He's spouting his fantasy gobbledygook again. Yeah. Listen, it's all we have right now. <laughs> this world is terrible. We all we have is fantasy and... And Heather. These fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Heather goes, Lisa, we love you as you are. And I was like, really? You do not. You don't. You hate her. You despise her. She goes, we love you as you are. And Lisa goes, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, you don't have to like pretend. You don't have to pretend. Basically trying to insinuate that Lisa does not have money or something. Mm -hmm. And Lisa goes, do you want my K-1s? Which I loved. Mm -hmm. Lisa Barlow, queen of tax season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> loves. She loves a K-1. She goes, do you want my K-1s? They're right here in my binder. She brought them. She probably did bring them. She knew it was coming. Years of tax returns. Some people love Christmas. Lisa loves tax season. She would love tax season. I love my accountant. I love getting my ducks in a row for tax mm. season. I send out all my 1099s and collect my K-1s, and mm. I'm just ready to show my accountant everything. Jack and Henry are paying taxes, too. I taught them how to do TurboTax. She probably sends Jack and Henry a 1099. Yeah. You know how <laughs> so you know how kids have like glow in the dark stars in their ceiling. They have TurboTax and glow in the dark. <laughs> Fill it out taxes. before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be late. Don't want to be late. Don't want to be late for tax season. You're gonna owe big this year. Mm. Hope you saved. You have that's a lot what, of overhead. That's what she says instead of singing a good night song. 
No. Hope you put aside money for your taxes. They're going to be <laughs> astronomical this year. Your 1099's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Check your email. First things first. Okay, mm-hmm. Henry? She goes, Biden's coming for our taxes, Jack and Henry. <laughs> People wanted this. I don't know why. I'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> I vote with my wallet every time. That's what I'm going to tell you to do. But check your 1099's and you'll see for yourself. You'll see for yourself. You'll see for yourself someday. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Guys. Guys. <laughs> Stay true. Stay fucking true. <sighs> Stay goddamn true. Stay goddamn true. Um we guys, do we love you. We love you. We cherish you. Let us know. That felt I feel healed. Me too. Like, I was, like, a little, like, fragile walking in here earlier, and you guys just, like, fucking You guys brought the soul. energy tonight. I love here. I'll never forget being, I was like, oh, they might not be happy with, like, a reunion episode, mm-hmm. and then I will never forget the screams that emanated yeah. from the audience when we said we were doing the reunion yeah. episode. It was great. Eee. You went to a you did go to a place of Jen's Dolphin Army. We've got some ice dolphins in the crowd. They've evolved. They're bipedal now. <laughs> Guys, who is... Yeah, we have we, a question. We have a question, but what is the question? What's the, What's the question? You're just, you just did that. You were just possessed. You're like Michelle Pfeiffer in What Lives Beneath, and she goes, your wife. And her face changes. What's the question? Your wife. I think she's starting to suspect something. Who? Your wife. Your wife. Um, what is the question? Well, last night we did who's the biggest Trenta girl in Seattle because it's Starbucks. In SF, we did who's the gayest fucking person in the room. <laughs> and we put a dog collar on him. Um, and he was on drugs <laughs> and had a freak out on stage. And, it was, and then we were like, oh, wait, no, sorry. Like, we're not... You don't have to wear the no, collar. Wear the it collar. was just like a joke. <laughs> he, I made him wear a dog collar and sit on my lap. Yeah. It was amazing. And I, I was like, I had this whole thing, and then I was like, ah, ah, hey, he's my back. little Tonya. Go over there. Um, but we want to give out a little prize. A little something, something to. I, I was trying to like articulate it because Portland, like, it's just the vibe. And I have like. Who's like the most Portlandiest Portlander here? Like, who holds. Who is oh, people did not like that. Oh. Everyone's like, fuck you. I'm sorry for that. Ooh. Who? Portlanders do not like to be made fun of for being Portlandia. Just learn that the I hard ha- way. Who's most likely to sit on their chair like this? And go. <laughs> With their sleeves over. Who's always in a place of sleeve? Because I want to do I was doing that today in my hotel room. I looked out at the river. Who? Sleeve? Sleeve? Okay, we have a battle. She's a sleeve. She owned it. But there's, okay, we have a diagonal battle. So let, it's your birthday? On Saturday? On Saturday? Love your rock star, babe. How old are you turning? 20? 27? The good old days. The biggest fan in Portland. What's your name, love? Emily. Emily! (laughs) 
Why would you be, other than it's, it's you're the birthday queen, it's your week, why would you be the most mm. in Portland? Why are you so heegy? Uh, she does work for Stumptown Coffee. Oh. oh, fuck yes. God. Laura, will you do the honors? Yes. Fuck. For you, my queen, I have a sticker. And I also have a shirt. Which we will be selling right immediately when we leave the stage. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Emily. Happy birthday to We harmonize at Wild Rose. I have right now. That was a Wild Rose thing to do. We don't say happy birthday in Wild Rose House. We say happy Earth Day. <laughs> happy Soil Day. Happy May you grow big and strong <laughs> like a Wild Rose. Happy, um, anyway. Happy Fertilizer. <laughs> but you're all winners. Oh. <laughs> that was true Let Us Know vibes. <laughs> so uh yeah let us know let us know what is wrong with saying let us know <laughs> i like to engage i want to i want to take the temp i like to take the temperature it's a let us know apropos of nothing i like taking the temperature of the crowd i like taking the data <laughs> going through the data just let us know mm -hmm. you oh every time i say it I, laura immediately goes <laughs> what because I'm like, that's all tonight, like blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true location, your car. Mm -hmm. Let us know. <laughs> that's Mib. That's a place of Mib wives. Mib. <laughs> Mib. Don't. Okay, we're not going to just sit up here and We're going to be selling merch immediately after, and then we're going to have our VIP glories come say hi yeah so we have some merch left it's really flying like hotcakes come see us <laughs> like <laughs> right now flying like hotcakes flying like hotcakes the up. federation the federation <laughs> thank you yeah so come get some merch if you're so inclined and then it, we'll take a quick break after like a 15 minute merch hawk and then we'll do our VIP meet and greet and we love you so much we thank love you, you thank you so much Portland <laughs> <laughs>